the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. Hannah, you ever have one of those days? I've had many of those I days. I had one of those days today. Okay. And uh, it led to a very interesting thing that I did on 99th Street. Okay. Just what before did you, you came do over on here. 99th Street? Just before you came over here, I did it. And and I don't feel bad about it. I really I really don't. It, it's evening time. You're coming over. You and you and Erica were over at Core Fitness and Physical Therapy doing your... What were you doing? You were hanging upside down this week? We were doing doing hanging upside right. down Pilates. You were yeah. doing your hanging upside down Pilates. Yeah. She goes like three days a week. She loves the place. So <laughs> it's you guys fun. So you this is the new norm now. You guys go and work out and then you come over and, and record the podcast with me and you have your glass of wine at the end of the bar. Yes. So I'm waiting for you to come over. I produced three different podcasts today for the Broadcast Basement Network, because I have five different shows that come out of this studio. How many do you normally do in a day? I normally will do at most two. Okay. But I have I have the little guy, Nick. <laughs> the little guy, who's Nick. Who's four and a half going <laughs> to his first play date tomorrow. Really? And he's so super excited about it. It's Aww. like, he's like it's his, it's his friend. They're, they both go to preschool together. He's He's been talking about it for the last three days. When's, when's it coming? When's it coming? What day is it? What day is it? And it's tomorrow. And thank God it's tomorrow because he was driving me nuts today. It is, you know, I think there are plenty of people around that might, there's a, at least a few people around that might work from home. And then there are the people that are either your stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads who know what I'm talking about. Like I, he's my third kid. I'm very laid back with him. Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about most things. I'm very, I don't like get excited when something happened. He overflowed the toilet earlier today. That didn't even <laughs> set me off. I didn't care. I was just like, ah, wow. He, he almost, eh, we'll be okay. I'm like, go into the other bathroom. Dad, will wipe it up. It's not your fault. You know, I just like, I, wow. I don't have that stress with him because I've got a 13 and an 11 year old and I've done this before. This feels like my second time through with him. I've been real good with him. I really appreciate him around. We'll sit around. We'll have these conversations, conversations I never thought I'd have with a four-year-old. I sit around. <laughs> we talk about life, me and him. We're buddies. The last two hours, he's been driving me so up the wall, I wanted to just strangle him. <laughs> and I think every parent has that moment when they look at their child and they go, I could end you. I could end you. <laughs> but he's so cute. The immortal words of Bill Cosby. I could end From you. the Cosby show back in the day come through your head where it's like, I brought you in this world. I'll take you out. Like, I mean, like that Poor is, Nick. that runs through your head. What did he head. do that just set you uh, up? was just, he was, he was he screaming. He said a two-hour spin. What yelling. did he do? He lately, went from being your goes, buddy. Lately, when he sits down, he wants to go to the bathroom, and he's got to go do number two. He makes it into a huge production. Okay. He sits there, he screams, he shakes, he makes all kinds of noise about it, and then he just goes. But it's just the the, the annoyance that of me. that. And then, like, he runs around the house. He's like, I don't need to go. And I'm like, it's half hanging out of you. Get on the toilet. <laughs> Like it's, it's, it, it just got to me after doing the three shows today. So anyway, I need a break. I tell my daughter, watch him. I'm going to go out. I need to get some ice. I need to get a bottle of wine for your mother for dinner tonight. And daddy needs his Johnny Walker double black after the day he's had. <laughs> Poor Nick. So I'm going out to get myself something over at the Binnie's and I'm on my way back. And as I'm coming up to the stop sign and I, and there's a car coming down 99th street. And I'm near my house. I got a mm-hmm. stop sign near my house on 99th. Yes. The car coming down is like a minivan, and it is going easily over 50 miles an hour. Easily. 
that car is going 50 miles an hour to 99th if it's going a mile an hour. Wow. And it's dark. And my kids live in this neighborhood. And my friend's kids live in this neighborhood. And my a lot neighbor's of kids, kids live, live in, in this, this neighborhood. neighborhood. And there's little old ladies that walk across at that intersection. And like that thing snapped at me where I was like, I've had such a bad day. And I don't care. <laughs> what did you do? I don't care. What Hannah. did you do? I don't care. So as the minivan is approaching and I am at the stop sign and I have already stopped and I know I have the right of way. I took my life into my own hands and just pulled right out in front of it. That car slammed its brakes on and slid through the intersection. It was, I, for a second, I was like, maybe this was a bad idea. But the car stopped. And then I slowly completed my turn and proceeded down 99th Street you at a very a robust seven miles an hour while this person stood behind me. I might have gotten it up to eight. I went by my house because I was like, you no, 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 house? I'm going all the way you to Kedzie Avenue. House. Oh, I went all ah. the way to Kedzie Avenue. I went all the way to Kedzie Avenue. You were going to go until he turned. And then when I got to the light, because I had to turn around, I was going to go up the block, come back around yeah. into my neighborhood. She pulls up next to me with like this look of fire in her eyes. And I just am looking at her with like this big smile because yeah. I know what I did. I know what I did. Slow down. Yes, yeah, slow down. You know, I mean, I, I want like, I know I'm never going to get it. And I love the fact that we get all the trustees and the mayor and we've talked to all these people from the village and I think they do a really good job and I'm never going to get what I want, but I want to sign this as local traffic only on 91st and on 99th. Yeah. I only want you to be able to drive through Evergreen Park down 95th Street. Otherwise, I want you going along <laughs> the edges of it on 87th or 103rd. Otherwise, I don't want you coming through. Okay. I want to like in downtown, like in, in, in Italian villages, like I went to Italy, if you go to... Uh, if you go to Florence and you are not from Florence and you don't have a little thing in your car that tells them you're from Florence, they, they will, they are able to find you and be like, you got to pay a tax for driving through downtown Florence. No way. I want that on 91st and 99th street. This is my new thing. So I would be I taxed every time I came over yes. to y'all's house. Yes. You'll be taxed. Paying you know the, what? the podcast tax. <laughs> the White Sox tax. <laughs> All right, fine. We're only going to take some people coming from Chicago because they're the problem. <laughs> that person was on their way back to Chicago. <laughs> it is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. Veterans, happy Veterans Day, Veterans Week, depending on when you're listening to the show. The Evergreen Park High School Drama Department is honoring active and retired military from Evergreen Park with a special photo presentation during their winter production of Christmas by Remote Control. They're asking any veterans to send a photo in full uniform with name, branch, and rank. Send it to our good friend who's been on the show before, Amy Kazin, A-K-A-Z-I-N, at evergreenpark.org by Friday, November 15th. And it will be included in performances beginning on Friday, December 13th. The annual Christmas tree lighting ceremony is now going to take place 6 p.m. Saturday, December the 7th. Mark it on your calendars. That's your EP podcast, Word on the Street. Glenn Panuski from The Village scheduled for next program. If you have a question for Glenn about The Village, 708-459-8406. Leave a message. It will make the show. He tells me he has a big announcement. I can't wait to hear it. The EP Podcast rolls on. Found everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com.
The hardest part about being injured is the recovery, especially physical therapy. Most physical therapy clinics schedule multiple patients at the same time. Those of us in Evergreen Park, though, have core fitness and physical therapy. Core gives you one-on-one -on -one care inside of a facility that's much more like a spa than a clinic. That allows them to treat the entire body, not just the symptoms. Core Fitness and Physical Therapy also offers Pilates mat classes as well as group equipment classes. They see athletes, postpartum moms, people with chronic conditions such as MS and Parkinson's, men and women. Whatever your need, give them a call today, 708-422-0990 or stop by their newly renovated and expanded facilities. 2940 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Experience something better at Core Fitness and Physical Therapy. Cindy Rymek from Jacobs Well has stopped by. Cindy, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you stopping by. There's big stuff going on all the time during the holidays. Last week we had the Evergreen Park Food Pantry on. This week we have Jacobs Well doing an event for the holiday season. That's uh, It's a good event. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, well, basically, it is through um, SamaritansPurse.org, and Samaritan's Purse is a Christian organization. It's nonprofit, and uh, we're just going to have this uh, uh, Operation Christmas Child packing party uh, for the kids of Evergreen Park or anybody, actually, that wants to come in and, and check it out. Do they bring gifts to give away to kids, or they're just helping pack up the gifts that you guys have already gotten? People all around donate items okay. to put into the boxes. And at the packing party, you're going to come in and you're going to pack a box for a kid in need across the country. It looks like one of the main places you can go drop it off is you can go to Evergreen Park Library in 9400 South Troy. So you can actually donate toys for kids, and then it gets packed up at the actual packing party on Saturday, November 16th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., over at Jacobs Well at 3450 West Maple Street, right? Yes. Okay. The boxes will go on a truck. They're going to be gone through. Everything is going to be shipped from there, from Samaritan's Purse, out to 100 countries, all different. So this is getting shipped worldwide. Yes. This, is, this stuff's moving around to kids that are in need that might need all these different items. So that's why it's from toys to certain like items that would be helpful, like socks and yes. things like that. All right. If you want more information about this event, the second annual Operation Christmas Child Shoebox Packing Party. You can contact Cindy at 708-408-1845. Remember, it is Saturday, November the 16th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Jacobs Well Church, 3450 West Maple Street. They suggest one of the places you could stop by right here in Evergreen. If you want to keep the green in Evergreen, is go over to the Dollar Tree to get a lot of the items. And then remember, you could drop off items in advance at the Evergreen Park Library. It is a free event. There will be snacks provided. Is there a website or someplace where people can get a list of all the different things that they might be able to go out and get if they wanted a more complete list than what we were able to go over? Uh, yes, you can go to SamaritansPurse.org. Cindy, I appreciate you stopping by. It sounds like a wonderful event. And, of course, is going to do some good in a time when we need some good, right? Yes, right before Thanksgiving. All right. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Cindy. Thank you. Anna, this show comes out on the 11th of November. Happy Veterans Day yes, to all the veterans that are out God there. God bless everyone. I have, I have veterans in my family. Uh, I have a, a great uncle that died on the beaches of Normandy. 
I have a cousin that served in a submarine for years and is now stationed out in San Diego. I have another cousin that was in the Marines. I have another cousin that was in the Air Force. And I got Father Paul doing me and the priest with me, and he is a Navy Marine chaplain. Yes. Okay, and this is that day for all of them, the veterans, those that have served. God, God bless each and every one of them. In my past life, when I was a reporter, I really covered veterans, local veterans. And just the stories you can get out of a veteran that is willing to talk to you is incredible. I tell people never pass up an opportunity to just ask a veteran. I have my my grandfather's brother. So he's a, a great uncle. Uh, my uncle Frank, who just turned 100 years old, flew planes Whoa. in World War II. That's awesome. Yes. He flew a fighter jet. In World War Two, and he was probably eighteen, nineteen. Oh, saw camp, saw combat in World War Two. Yeah, any chance I can get, I talked to him. Oh God, it. yes. And then afterwards, he became a doctor, and like you know, married, had a bunch of kids, everything like that. But he was in World War Two. There are not a lot of them left. No, I there's not. I remember when I was a little kid, there were World War One vets that were running around. Yeah, Spanish American War vets that were running around. None of those are around anymore. No. We're almost done with the World War Two vets. Yes, the old guys now are the Vietnam vets. They are back, the ones you want Back in the day, to. they were young when I was a kid. I bring up Veterans Day to remind everybody that's the day this show has come out. If you're listening to it on the 11th or even on the 12th, you still have time. Tuesday night, the 12th, Unidad, right there on 95th Street, in between Holman and Turner, they are having a food and beer pairing dinner. It's four courses with Ooh. different beers given to you. From the brand new Casa Humilde Brewery. This brewery is so brand new, they don't even have an actual building. They're like sharing space it? with other breweries is what they're doing. And they have like four or five different kinds of beers they have. If you go find them, like I found them on Facebook, because they have a Facebook page. That's how new they are. They look like a fun group of people. <laughs> and I've had some of the beer already, and it's good. Are they local? I've been over there, and it's good. And they they are now on tap. Some of their beers are on tap over there. And then they have other beers that aren't on tap. They're going to bring all that stuff in there. It's going to be part of this entire thing over at Unidad. It's 40 bucks a person for four courses and the beer. And it's limited seating. Call right now. Reserve your seat while you can. And I hope you can by the time this comes out. Because I don't know if it'll be sold out by the time the show airs. 708 708- 529 Erica says she wants to go. And I was like, fine, call and get reservations. She yeah. has not done it yet. I hope to be there as well. So I know that's two seats that are going to get taken up. So come on out. We will see you at Unidad on the 12th, Tuesday night, for some beer and some courses of dinner. And good food. I don't, I don't even amazing know. Amazing food. Amazing food. <laughs> amazing food. It's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. Special guest down here at my nine-foot homemade oak bar, my basement in Evergreen Park. I have a contest winner, and the reason, you know, it was just going to be an online contest. Just a Halloween costume contest, a $50 Visa gift card. We let people vote. We took we We let everybody submit their photos online, and then we put the best six out there. And we said everybody can kind of vote. We kind of put it out there to the people on social media. And then it just turned into this incredible social media thing. It was shared over 200 times. 
There were there were nearly a thousand votes total done in this thing, and I have the winner down here because of an extraordinary story. First, I want to introduce him and his mother. His mother, Michelle O'Malley, submitted this. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, how are you? And and we have Patrick O'Malley, who is an eighth grader at Most Holy Redeemer, correct? Yes. How are you, Patrick? I'm good. How are you? Who did you dress as? I dressed as Mr. Rogers. It was uncanny. Did you use the picture? Now, when you guys submitted it, or when your mother submitted it, did you notice she submitted the picture into the contest? Yes. Okay. Did you want her to submit the picture into the contest? Not really. <laughs> okay. So you submit. she submits this picture in. And she did it with, like, the split screen. So she showed Mr. Rogers, and you had the exact outfit. So when you modeled the outfit, did you actually look at that picture and say, I want to look just like that that outfit, like that was, like, a whole plan thing? Yes, it was. How did you pick Mr. Rogers? Because he's not even on TV anymore. Like, when I have to pick a Halloween costume, if I want it to be good, it's got to come out of, like, my mom's list. Because I'm not paying for it. So in order for her to want to buy the materials, it's got to be something that she wants. your mother would like to. Right. And I'm familiar with the show. Um, My dad used to show it to me when I was like younger. Yeah. So I had to pick from this list of, not really like official list, but just, you know, some, some options that my mom gave me. And so she agreed to Mr. Rogers and I thought that was fun. And we thought it'd be relatively easy. It's just like a sweater and a, tie and a you know button-up shirt right so we thought that'd be a good idea and then we got a little bit of like silver hairspray which i'm not sure how noticeable it is in the picture or anything but no i noticed it yeah it worked that way you could kind of see that you had a little graying hair and i think that adds to it anytime you have a child that's going gray that's just that's just entertainment right there right (laughs) yeah okay so now you decided it was a 50 dollar visa gift card and you decided that you did not want the winnings is that what you're telling me these are going someplace else yeah so i didn't want to do it in the first place and so (laughs) my mom figured well if you didn't want to do it you're not going to get the money right and i thought that was fair and so she wanted to donate it to charity i thought that was a great idea all right well here's the deal patrick because you did that what i am going to do instead of giving you the 50 dollar gift certificate to give and what was the name of the charity again um, it was almost home, right? Almost home. Yes. Almost home. Okay. Mm-hmm. And who, what does almost home do again, Michelle? Tell me that. So almost home is a local non-for-profit that helps, um, people in need. So they not only provide food, they will, you know, pay a rent, pay a, um, bill that maybe that somebody got behind. And like your podcast was saying today with the evergreen pantry, I think we're all one paycheck away from being in that situation. That's true. So when Patrick was like, I don't want to do this contest. And <laughs> I said, I said, okay, if you don't want to do it, then you don't get the money. Then we're going to donate it. And he said, that's perfect. <laughs> it's a great idea. So um, you can see, you know, follow her on Facebook, Sarah Galvin. She is the one who runs it, and she has a Facebook page, Almost Home, and the work they do is just incredible. Okay, well, because I thought this was really neat that you guys decided to give the the winnings to charity, what I decided to do here, Patrick, is I'm going to double it, okay? And the broadcast basement is going to give $100 to Almost Home. I wrote the check out here for you. I'm going to give it to you. It says on there it's from Patrick O'Malley, okay? It's all written out. So you can give it to Almost Home. And then I want to announce a brand new contest that we're going to do here. Oh, and you guys are involved in it. <laughs> a brand new contest 
for this season, people are always looking this season. You mentioned the, the show that we did now, the, the one we just just before this, we were talking about the food pantry, you have Almost Home, you have all these fundraising drives that are going on. What we're going to do, and because of the just the response from doing the thing on social media, we are going to allow people like your mother, okay, who see something and say, I want to nominate that. We're going to allow people to go and nominate anybody that they know in Evergreen Park that's doing something good in the community or doing something thoughtful in the month of November and December when we're running this competition. And all they have to do is send us a picture of them, hopefully doing the nice thing. But if they're not doing the nice thing, just send in your nomination and we are going to give away multiple $50 gift cards to the good people of Evergreen Park. That's what the promotion is going to be. The good people of Evergreen Park are going to get these $50 gift cards, much like we were giving away for Halloween. Because, Patrick... I want to kick off the contest. And because, Patrick, you raised $100 for Almost Home, you are going to be our first winner of the good people of Evergreen Park. And I am going to hand directly to you so your mother cannot take it away <laughs> a $50 Visa gift card. You go spend it on some video games, young man, because you earned some money for charity, okay? Thank you very much. You excited about that? Yeah. All right. Good job, Patrick. You're one of the good people of Evergreen Park. And thank you very much for coming in. And congratulations, guys, on, uh, on winning the, uh, the costume competition. Thanks so much. Thank you. The world is fast and busy. Sometimes you got to get down to your speed. And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. You get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm, it's like walking into an island bar but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique taste, comfort foods, and don't forget, tis the season for holiday gatherings. Whether it be a family gathering, a work gathering, the Red Palm has you covered. Their incredible banquet room with bar and specialized menu is perfect for any occasion. Get your date reserved now and call them at 708-581-3154. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island attitude, local latitude. So Hannah, the EP podcast, first annual Good People of Evergreen Park. Good people. And we are awarding the good people of Evergreen Park with gift cards to local businesses and restaurants or $50 Visa gift cards. We are giving away a $50 prize, however we present it with either a restaurant or a business that we're working with or just $50 cash. We're going to be giving this away. I'd like to do it every week, but it all depends on how many entries I get. So what? Well, there are a lot of good people in Evergreen Park. Yes. So you're not giving every good person in Evergreen Park. No, I can't give it to every good person. This is how it'll work. It'll be the same thing that we did almost with the with the costume contest that Patrick won. What we're going to do is we're going to ask people to send in a picture of either them doing the good thing or just find a picture of the person and send us their story. What did they do that was good? How did they help their fellow man okay. or woman or puppy dog? I don't yeah. care. Okay. Help the animals. Not cats though. So <laughs> <laughs> I only do that because Hannah has a cat. And I hate cats. Okay, so, (laughs) and what we'll do is we will put up the nominees every week and we'll have people vote on it and the people will vote and that winner will get the gift card. Nice. So that's how we're going to do it. And then we might have a week where we don't do it, but it'll be going, you'll see it on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Follow us there, Twitter and Instagram, at the EP pod. 
on Facebook, the EP podcast. That's the name of that page. Go and friend it or find it or whatever you do. I I, I wouldn't even be on social media if it weren't for these podcasts. So, <laughs> okay, so, so go ahead and get on there and send us the information that way. The good people of Evergreen Park. I want to give some money away to the good people. Yeah. Sound good? I, I'm in. All right. I'm it's in. all from the EP podcast. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Companies that offer insurance at low prices may not cover what you need, just what you paid for. Cutting your auto insurance coverage could end up costing you thousands in the end. Mike Thauer at Country Financial offers what cut rate insurers cannot, peace of mind. Mike's a lifelong resident of Evergreen Park with his offices right at 3923 West 95th Street in the EP. Mike has policies that stand up to life's challenges and protect what you value most. He'll help you make a smart decision, not a costly one. Call Mike Thauer, your local country insurance representative, 708-425-1559, and protect what matters most. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Preferred Insurance Company, or Country Casualty Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Joining me this week on the EP podcast, and I'm, I'm really excited about this because uh, my own daughter is really into performing in plays. She has done some camps over at Mother Macaulay, but I've got the, the, I've got the experts here. I mean, I've got the, I've got the big wigs. I've got the students from Macaulay. I'm going to introduce their director right now. She also teaches over at Macaulay, Julie McKee. How are you, Julie? I'm great. Thank you. And thank you for having us. I appreciate you coming over and bringing everybody here. First of all, what's, what's the play? The play is Greece. And when is this? This is November 21st through the 24th. We have a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night show at 7.30 and a Sunday matinee at 3. Okay. So these girls and Isaiah, how many guys you got in this play? You got a little over 20. 20 guys. And how, how many girls you got in this play? About, oh gosh, 70 maybe. Isaiah, 70 lean into the microphone. <laughs> That's why you joined this play, right? <laughs> Indeed. <Smart guy. laughs> okay. So Isaiah's playing Danny in Greece. So he's got the he's got a great part, okay? And and then we have Maddie. Maddie, you are playing Sandy. Sandy, the <laughs> Olivia Newton John character in this play, okay? And then we have you we have one of your tech people that sets up everything as well. Katie, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, Katie. So what does a tech person do? Like what you do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I know my daughter does plays and she's been doing them for years over at Most Holy Redeemer. She's doing one uh actually very soon, she's going to be doing one here in Evergreen Park that they're they're putting on, and she likes to go over to the stuff at Macaulay. When she ends up behind the scenes, it aggravates her. But I always try to tell her there's a lot going on back there that people are doing. Kind of tell everybody what you're doing and what kind of prep has to go into a production like this. Yeah, so um, at the end of September, we started building the set for Greece. Um, I had to build a set of stairs, well, two actually, um, an escape stairs, and then uh, center stairs, and then we painted them checkered. And then we also have people who are doing uh, setting up the lights for that. Uh, we have a few people doing sound this year, which is really exciting. And then I'm going to be backstage uh, moving the set pieces for the show. Okay, that's I mean that's exciting. So you built you built things like you, you hammer nails and wood, huh? Yep, and a drill. I built this bar. How, how what do you think? As one builder to another, how'd I do? Did it do it? Do I do okay? You know, I said I'd say you did a pretty good job. <laughs> 
It's like the one thing that I built in my entire life, and I just cannot let anybody forget that I did it. That's what, I'm proud when you you're proud when you build things, right? Like yeah. if somebody broke your steps, you'd be pretty ticked off. Oh hell yeah! Let's talk to your teacher down here, okay? Uh, Julie, tell me a little bit about how long does it take from start to finish to put together one of these productions? Because it sounds like you have over a hundred kids that you have in this production that you're supervising. You must be exhausted. You've said things worse than hell, I would think, to yourself. Over oh, the last couple of head. months. Only in my head. No, uh, you know, it's about over 170 kids. And um, we like to use the word company because it's kind of, um, you know, there's branches of the show. We have our cast, our kids who you see on the stage. And and like your daughter, they love to be in the spotlight. But we have all these other kids that are making this production happen. We have kids that are like Katie who are building the set. And one of my favorite questions that I get is, where did this incredible set come from? This is one of my all-time favorite. When when you come in and you see the sort of diner colors, the teal and the pink and the checkered, it's it's just a gorgeous set. And and then I get to say, oh, our, our Macaulay girls, they built this set. And nobody can believe it. They think we hired someone. We hired carpenters. Um, those are our lifelong skills. And, and it, our girls do that. We have um, costume crew doing the costumes, hundreds of costumes, period, hair and makeup. And then we have our own live orchestra that is um, some faculty and students that involves our, our string faculty, our marching band faculty. So when we call it the all school musical, it's because it's just bringing together faculty and students from all different areas of the school. And um, it, it takes from the beginning of September to about now. Now um, is when we're really kicking into high gear and the next couple of weeks um, you know, we're a little bit exhausted, but we're also super excited because this is our favorite part. This is when the magic really happens. I've always enjoyed going over to the to shows of Macaulay because I've seen a few of them. It's a really nice auditorium. It's kind of kind of a nice place to take in a show. And and uh, you guys really put a lot of time into what you put together. So I, I have always enjoyed it. Now, Maddie, you're going to have some singing parts in this thing. Yes. Isaiah, too, but he gets to do John Travolta singing. You know, I mean, like, it's really like, he's like, hey, I'm Vinny Barbarino. I mean, like, he just, you know, he just kind of just throw it out there and just kind of, he doesn't need to, like, be perfectly in tune. Like, he could just kind of play it off. You know, right? he doesn't need to be perfect. You know this. I'm not lying. Am I, am I lying, Maddie? No. Isaiah. This is Isaiah's second time down here at the bar. I found that out tonight. I did sort of recognize him because you actually go over to Evergreen Park High School. Am I right? Yes, sir. Okay. I had your I had your principal on here on the last show. Okay. So you be good and I'll put in a good word for you. Now, you're over here. You're doing this. Play. How, do you, how does somebody from outside of Macaulay get into the play? Because, when, you know, I, it would have been something I would have been interested in when I was over at Brother Rice myself. But it wasn't like what since it wasn't in the school and it wasn't at the top of my mind, I didn't really kind of kind of like I never really got into it. And I always kind of regretted getting into it because I used to be in plays when I was in grammar school. So how do you how do you find your way into this production? Um, It really didn't take that much effort to find out about it. Um, I was in. Uh, are you saying are you saying I'm lazy? Is that what you're saying, Isaiah? No, I'm not saying You don't know what the nineties were like, Isaiah. <laughs> we had to walk to school backwards over mountains in the cold to get the brother rice back then. How do people get tickets and uh how do they get more information out of the mansion there's a website or something like that? Mothermacaulay.org or one of the big flashing banners. I'll tell you the Sunday matinee is already um, starting to sell out. It's selling very quickly. The best availability is actually for the weeknight on Thursday night, um, which kind of surprises me. So you know, keep your weekend free for all the other big plans you have. Come Thursday night, that's the that's the night where we have the best availability. The weekend is our, already selling out pretty rapidly, 
We also have another great program I'd love to put a little plug in for, which is called Backstage Pass. So for girls like your daughter that would love to um, explore our, our performing arts programs at Macaulay really deeply, they um, can sign up online on the same website and they come an hour before the show and they do a little tour with one of our either performers or crew members or orchestra members. They go behind and they sort of see, they can see us warming up, they can see us presetting props or sets. It's really fun for them to see the real drama behind the drama. And then at showtime, they come and they all sit together with um, the seventh and eighth grade girls and watch the show. All right, well, good luck to all of you. Thank you. Am I supposed to say break a leg or not? Is that a good thing? Break a leg is perfect. Break a leg is what you say? Okay, break a leg. But not you. literally, okay? <laughs> I don't want anybody blaming me for that. I'll try not to. Thank you, Isaiah. You're the one I'm most concerned about. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Plancha. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy. And he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.